What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Grads again. Back in the picture. Back in the building. Sorry I have uh, given you guys a hiatus of sorts for since August. I apologize. I uh, can't make any promises. I just felt like doing a podcast today. Um, a lot of things going on out there. A lot of things, you know, like Melo being the number one pick. <laughs> um uh, you know, Juwan Howard doing his thing at Michigan. Um, you know, a lot of things. Luka Doncic killing. My Lakers are number one. Uh, it's just, you know, good time to add Lamar Jackson. Oh, man, Lamar Jackson. Let's just talk about Lamar Jackson because, whew, he's special. Y'all know it. He is special because that man... That young man is, man, he's owed an apology by, I don't know, everybody and their mama. I would get into arguments with people, and they would tell me, I know football. You better just stick to basketball. You don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, I'm sorry. A blind man could have seen that. At little, dude, he'd almost be Clemson by himself if that dude had dove forward at the end of the game. <sighs> man, another story for another day. But what I'm saying is, Lamar Jackson is the culture. He is special. He is going to be bigger than anybody. Like, let him win MVP and Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP this year? Oh, Pat Mahu? Sorry. You know what I'm saying? But ain't no buts. Everybody's like, well, we'll see. Season. It doesn't matter what happens next season. If he wins MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and the Super Bowl, I'm not trying to hear it. You guys said he wouldn't beat. Well, well, we'll see what he does against the, the Niners, okay? And then Jim Harbaugh's like, you know what? Mm, we'll just run it. Get him like 70 yards passing, just little bumpers, you know, little dump downs. You know, it's like, come on. And Jim Harbaugh told him himself, man, you're, everybody, every little kid in America is going to be wearing Lamar Jackson jerseys. All of them. Lamar, let, let me tell you how big Lamar Jackson's going to be. Okay? Okay? <laughs> you're going to have white guys who play quarterback saying, I model my game after Lamar Jackson. All right? That's how big he He's going to change the whole, like when you used to see little white kids have cornrows and, and, and draw the money. Like, I'm telling you, that's how he, that, that, that's what this man is going to be. Okay, buy stock now. All right, buy stock now in this young man. Okay, and he's real. Okay, same city as, as Kodak Black, and he's real. All right, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson for MVP. Tell me what we've seen something like him before. Lead the league in touchdowns thrown. And about to lead the league in rushing yards as a quarterback. Like, talk to me. Come on. What y'all said about? Why was y'all mad about? I was, and, and like I said on Twitter, okay, well, I'm going to get to that. But like I said on Twitter, I was wrong about Luka. I need to see y'all, everybody who comes for me, I need to see y'all, y'all receipts on Lamar Jackson before y'all say anything. Because a lot of y'all was agreeing with what these pundits these, these fucking talking heads on TV who they never played before in their life are telling you. Like, we see Paul Feinbaum going to try and say something about, about Dabo today. Like, man, get out of here. Anyways, back to Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, Paul Feinbaum didn't think he was going to be a quarterback, good, uh, quarterback in the NFL either. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. These dudes. Miss me with all that. Miss me with all that. Lamar Jackson. 
I'm telling you guys, buy stock. I'm telling you. That man is something special. Like, he just breaks. Like, he's literally Allen Iverson with the football. Like, he's not Mike Vick. Don't compare. And please don't compare the two. See, in my elite, shout out my elite brothers. My elite chat, we had a discussion about this. And we were like, you can't compare the two between Michael Vick. Their impact, their cultural impact and the cultural phenomenon that they are. Yes, I get that. Okay, because, my, man, Michael Vick and Virginia Tech was, whoo, anyways. But what I'm saying, I understand that they're dynamic. They're, as my boy Shad says, they're magnetism. I understand that. Very dynamic, very similar. I, I get that. I, I understand that completely. I completely do. But they don't play this. Their games are completely different. Lamar Jackson, way more accurate. Way more accurate than Michael Vick. I'm sorry. Especially Atlanta Michael Vick. There's not even, at the same age, not a comparison. You know, Lamar Jackson, what, 22 in his second year? Man, listen. He got Joe Flacco out of there immediately. <laughs> he came in, and, and who saved the day? Ozzie Newsome. Do you understand? Like, I see Ozzie Newsome needs, like, five statues. Just, he needs, Ozzie Newsome needs a statue in the middle of the damn field. Okay, like how many Super Bowls has he brought that franchise? Like, if you don't stop, come on, man. And y'all don't talk about Ozzy. You guys talk about other guys. I mean, come on, man. Ozzy knew what he was doing. Ozzy saw that boy and said, wait a minute. He's still there? Watch this. Hey, uh, Harbaugh, Joe's got to go. Let me, get, let me get Lamar. Come here, son. I got you. Come over here. And now look. Put him in and... and Put him in the perfect city. Man, listen. Let, let me tell you. Lamar Jackson is going to be the new crime stopper. You're going to be able to walk into any part of Baltimore on a Sunday, any part of Baltimore on Sunday, and the street's going to be empty. Any part of Baltimore, the street's going to be empty. Okay? <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody going to miss that show in Baltimore. You kidding me? Man, listen. I'm telling you. But anyways, I went to the Laker game the other day. They played the Wizards. They won. Free Brad Beal. But man, that Sunday game. Woo, woof. We was talking shit too because Luka was getting sunned in the first half. And boy, oh boy. That third quarter, he was like, I must break you. Man, that boy's bad. I'm sorry. I was wrong about him. I don't care. I can talk about him now. I've already said I was wrong. Y'all can say whatever you want to say. That boy bad. I man, that boy, and I get confirmation from other NBA players telling me that, man, Marcus. I'm like, dude, I know I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm still Team Trey all day, and I still think Trey gonna do gonna do something special. If the if the media, the Luca licking media, would stop, okay, because they just didn't like Russ, okay. And if I say he's just another Russell Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? What? Y'all gonna get mad, you know? It's like he's averaging a triple-double, and but when Russell did it, well, he would... Dude, Luka, DeAndre Jordan is in Brooklyn now because he stole a rebound from Luka in, in Dallas. Okay, talk to me. All right? So let's not even go there. And I'm not, I'm not even trying to talk... Look, Luka is slander-free for me, okay? When I talk about Luka, to all you people who can't comprehend, I'm talking about the coverage of him, Okay? This is one of the greatest kids I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, bro, LeBron James, no. 
No, so y'all really going to tell me that he's on the level of Derrick Rose? <clears throat> Is that what y'all saying? Hmm? Wait, why, why'd you go? Wait, where'd you go? Hello? He's, oh, okay. Y'all left on that one. All right, bet. But uh, anyways, there's no more slander coming from me, from him. Okay? Just, man, like, you guys sl slandered Westbrook, okay, for three years. James Harden. Like, guys who get triple-doubles, LeBron James, even, even like when Russell was getting triple-doubles, LeBron's worth isn't even celebrated. But here comes, here comes Luka, and then here come the Lickers. Right behind him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah, it's like, I need the same energy. That's what I'm talking about. That boy bad. He, man, he cold. He nice. Nigga, slow as Christmas, too. But, man, that step back... His step-back game. And then he came out here and said, it's easier to score in the NBA. Yeah, niggas don't play defense. Holler me in the playoffs, though. Y'all, okay, I'm going to take it back to this. Remember the uh, uh, We Believe Warriors? You remember that? Sam, SVN, Dari, you remember them? Okay, the We Believe Warriors. Monte Ellis was a fucking bucket during the season. A bucket. A bucket. <laughs> playoffs came around. It was like, Dallas was like, <sighs> This guy, who who are you? So no, go, go sit down, go go sit down. Yep, yep. Don Nelson's like, ooh, come here, son. Sit right next to me for a minute. Now the Utah series, he played better, but against Dallas, man, listen, was that the we believe was Monte on the team? Well, yeah, he was. He, yeah, he had to have been. Yeah, because he played with Baron. I, man, I'm gonna tell you a funny story. I'm gonna tell you a funny story about that. <laughs> I love Baron. So Baron's. For the first day of training camp uh, with the Warriors, Baron's very first day up there, I was up there with him, right? <laughs> and I forgot that the Warriors had drafted Monte Ellis. I completely forgot. So I walked in the locker room with Baron, and I think Al was there. I think, I mean, pretty much, I think everybody was in there except a couple guys, but Monte was in there. And then Baron's introducing me to everybody, and then, you know, Monte comes up and introduces himself to Baron. And I'm like, here, here I go, you know, at the time. I was like, I was like oh, shit, Monte, right? And he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, I mean, nigga, I heard all about you, bro. Nigga, he, he was a killer. Nigga, I heard you had 38 against Lou Will, all this. Da -da -da -da. And everybody just like stopped and they started looking. And this nigga Baron's like, all right, Marcus, I'll let you. I'll see you when I get back. <laughs> that was funny. Sorry, I thought you had to be there. But anyways, um. Yeah, he was on that team because that wasn't the first year. No, that was on five. So that was, yeah, yeah, that's like his third year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, man, good times up there. But, yeah, <clears throat> so that's what I'm trying to say. Holler me the playoffs. I'm not saying he's going to get shut down like that, but it's like it's going to be a lot harder to score when dudes is really sitting down on you in the playoffs. They got to play you for four games minimum. They, they're going to sit down on you. They're going to try. They're going to stop all that, you know. I don't know if they'll stop the step back, but <clears throat> that pick and roll and – you know, they're not going to, you know, and the person who's guarding you or who you're, who he's guarding is going to, I mean, like there's things if y'all don't see, like they put, they, they, Luca was guarding Danny Green. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? Because LeBron would have torched him. Exactly. So what I'm saying is like, but he was killing LeBron, but LeBron was taking the challenge. Luca didn't even guard him. But what I'm saying is like, I, there's no slander. Just watch the game. Okay. Because I'm saying exactly what happened. I watched the game. Anyways. Anyways, back to my Lakers. Okay, enough Luca. 
before I, I know the people are going to go crazy. And who cares? Back to my Lakers. 17-3, first 20 games. What that mean? Quarter of the season, done. We 17-3. We going on a road trip. What that mean? Nothing. We going to come off the road. I say we go, if you give me 2-1, and one, I'll be happy. You know? I, I expect them to go 3-0, and oh, but if you give me 2-1, and one, I'll be happy. You know? I won't be happy with 0-3 at all, but it's like, man, listen. They're not winning those 70 games. You don't want them to win those 70 games, dude. You want them to cruise in at like between 53 and 60, okay? You don't want them trying to kill themselves to get the number one seed. They got vets on that team. They got LeBron James on that team. They don't need to get to get the number one record to prove a point, all right? Like, I want LeBron, I, sh- I, I want LeBron to take this road trip off, to be honest with you. Like, just chill. Chill, son. You know what I'm saying? We'll say your hairline is fractured. You know, say something. Just like chill, sit down. You know, like, <clears throat> you know, AD don't need to play against play all of them either. You know, but that's just me. You know, get Koo some more some more run. You know, we miss Avery Bradley a bit. And KCP had a horrible start to the season. Then he got a burner, and everything changed after he got the burner because he can get the he can get them tweets off. You know what I'm saying? You can get them tweets off. So, uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Oh, how am I going to forget? I'm going to talk about Mello later. All right, I'm going to give Mello a whole soliloquy. All right? But, yeah, back to my Lakers. I mean, I went to watch the Clippers play. Man, I felt it was just nasty sitting in there. But, like, man, Paul George had 27 in the first half. Okay, I think Kawhi had, like, seven. Dude, in the third quarter, Kawhi just scored on four straight possessions, five straight possessions. And I was just like, what? And, and Kawhi has no arc on his jump shot, and it always goes in. I, I don't – he shot in a church gym his whole life. He had to because he has no arc. It just goes – but it never – it's amazing. He never misses. And he, when he dunked, man, I don't know. We're going to see. We're going we gonna to see. I, I mean, I think that to beat the Clippers, you got to get Pat Beverly to start barking and thinking he's tough so he'll just start fouling. Okay, because I'm so tired of that bullshit that these oh, – Pat Bev's a dog. He's one of the great defenders. No, shut up. He just be clapping. Pat Bev is the, white Woj- is the black Wojciechowski. <laughs> from from Duke, <laughs> slapping the floor. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Shout out to Wojo. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Pat Bev. Oh, musty ass nigga. Go fix my my. I need my oil changed. Shut up. Nah, I'm just playing. I fuck with Pat Bev. You a real one. You came from the bottom, my nigga. You was SEC player of the year. Niggas don't be knowing. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> musty ass. Anyways, uh, yeah. Clippers are going to be really good, man. They not they don't care. Doc don't do Doc don't even care. He wants to like if the Clippers came in as the AC, he'd be happy. Doc don't care. Dude, Doc Rivers does not practice. Okay? That's what y'all need to know. Like listen, Doc Rivers does not for what? He's a man, if you don't know this shit after training camp, I, I can't even deal with you. What are we gonna practice for? We got a game tomorrow. Like what? We'll have a four day four day rest. Alright, we'll get maybe a practice or two in. Like, what y'all talking about? And if we do come to practice, it's just warm-ups. Niggas doing layup lines the whole time and shooting jumpers and, and, and having a walkthrough. 
<clears throat> yes, man. Yes, it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, you know why? Let me tell you something. You know what else is crazy? Everybody's like, we should change the, uh, we should change the scheduling and, and the format. Listen, shut up. Okay, shut up. NBA's been going. Well, the guys are so much better and stronger. <laughs> I mean, listen, listen, listen. What's the difference between football? We always talk about the guys got CTE and all this. Alonzo Mourning doesn't have a kidney because he took anti-inflammatories and he played in the NBA. It has nothing to do with the game, okay? John Morant's sitting out. He has back spasms. John Morant's knee is still fucking hurt. Excuse me. John Morant's knee is still hurt, okay? He has back spasms because his knee, he's not, he's favoring his knee still. And even though he's looking great and everything like that, trust me, okay? Like, these owners and people, like, Zion should not step foot on an NBA court this season. If he does, the, the Pelicans, it's all a money grab. They don't care about him, but they're one of the worst organizations, but it's all good. They're, they're, they're trying, you know? But I'm telling you, if, if, if Zion Williamson plays basketball <clears throat> again this season, that they don't care about his future. And it's not because he's fat or anything like that. No, no, Zion. Whoever your people are, listen, okay? Listen, send this, send, send this, whoever's listening that knows the people at CAA, okay? Send this to them. Shout out Mayo. Send this to them, okay? And tell them this. If they let their client pay, they don't care about him either. Y'all need to start being real. Like, no. Zion's, Zion's stay puff marshmallow man looking self needs to fucking lose a couple pounds, Okay? Oh, wow. Ron Rivera just got fired. That's crazy. Wow, in the middle of the season. Whew. Wow. Wow. That's a, can't blame Cam Newton. He got hurt. It's not his fault. Ron Rivera ran that man to death. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, Zion Williamson should not be playing. Sorry. Just, no. There's no... It just, no, not this season. Ben sat out. Blake sat out. Joel sat out for 17 seasons, you know? So it's like, it's like, does it matter? If, if we, Zion, Zion comes back, I mean, Zion coming back next year at like 255. 250, just solid rock. Pause. Super pause. But imagine that. You know? Crazy. So yeah, that that's the training staff has a lot to do with getting keeping these guys on the court and giving them quick fixes instead of letting them nurse their injury and getting through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Marcus, stop telling me that shit doesn't happen because you don't know. All right, you don't know. Just like these guys need to stop talking in front of the damn trainers because they're the ones who are fucking telling everybody, telling the reporters and shit, what the fuck's going on? Because they sit up there and they're taping their ankle, they're massaging their leg. And they're like, yeah, so how was last night? I saw you with a couple girls. Oh, man, what'd you do after? Oh, man, are you thinking about leaving? Like, dude, shut up. Can I get some shoes, bro? Like, I know you got the... Like, dude, shut up. Tape my ankle. Don't talk to me. Like, I'm not even trying to be a dick. It's just like, y'all don't be knowing, man. Like, <sighs> anyways. Yeah, Lakers, number one. Clippers are scary. I'm trying to tell you. Let's talk about my boy. My man. Somebody who all y'all owe 
It's huge. Apology to my man, Carmelo Anthony. Talk to him. You don't got to do it to him. Okay, listen. <clears throat> okay, listen. We know he isn't accepted his role, whatever. Okay, now, he, at Portland, he has no choice but to be the third option. And look what's happening. Remember we said Portland was going to go to the finals? People had them in their top four teams? Because Dame got like $50 million a year? Remember that? Hello? Where'd y'all go? Why y'all, why, y'all, why y'all be leaving when I be asking questions? Where y'all be going? Talk to me. I'm asking you a question. You remember that? I mean, I mean oh, man, I ain't I talked about my Knicks yet. Oh, man, they're so bad. Anyways, Carmelo Anthony, right? One of the greatest basketball players to ever play. Okay? One of the greatest basketball players to ever play. First ballot Hall of Famer. One of the greatest scorers we've ever seen has every single thing in his bag that you need as a basketball player. Okay? Every single tool. 6'8". God made him and LeBron James with the same mold kind of. But he kind of fixed the mold with Melo when you make him LeBron. He's like, oh, no, I'm going to do this and do that. And then with KD, LeBron, when God made KD, he was just laughing. He said, I'm going to make this the skinniest nigga ever the best basketball player to touch a ball. Okay, <laughs> that's not do. Okay, I'm gonna give him horrible hair. So I'm gonna keep that part. Anyways, anyways, back to Carmelo. <clears throat> um, why y'all hate Melo so much? Because the hoodie Melo videos. Okay, first of all, in pickup games, those guys are playing fearless because nobody's gonna yell at them. All right. So if a coach would like, if a coach would just sit there and not say nothing. But then that's not going to happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, Melo Mello can do that shit in the NBA. He's just not going to. Because if he misses the repercussions, even if it's Melo, the repercussions are going to be a whole lot greater than if he does it in a pickup game. But that, that's his, that, that, that shit is real. Like, he can really do that. It's not like I'm just, oh, why don't you do that in games? Because the, pe- the, the reaction wouldn't, wouldn't fit with the narrative. So he's not going to do that. But trust me, the hook shots and all that stuff, if he wanted to play like that, which when he gets to be about 44, if he's still in the NBA, he can still do. Dude, y'all know LeBron James is going to play until he's like 42 years old. He's got like six, seven more years in the NBA. FYI. Well, FYI. He's going to play forever. He's going to break every single record before he leaves. He's, he's going for Kareem's record. 100%. <clears throat> or Carl Malone, whoever the number one scorer is. He's going for that. There's no way he's not leaving the NBA with all number ones. Or at least in scoring. So. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Carmelo. Well, like I was saying. One of the greatest ever. And y'all hated him because the media told you to hate him. Because of the, the Hoodie Mellow videos. Summertime videos. Yeah. Guys. You know, summertime, these dudes are pros and they're playing against each other. Okay. And there's nobody in the gym. Okay. Except people with camera phones. They're homies with camera phones. Okay. And it's like, that's why these guys play like that. And this looks different in the summer. Because they don't have any fear of anybody yelling at them or anything. And they're working on shit that they try with their fucking Instagram trainers. Don't get me started. I'm not going down that road. Not today. Not this episode. All right? Not this episode. But uh, that's what y'all got to understand. I mean, I called out Ben Simmons the other day. But see, here's the difference. 
Here's your difference. <laughs> ben Simmons can do that shit he's doing in them videos if he wanted to. He's just trying to be his, 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 his favorite player. I'm not going to say what I almost said, but he's trying to be his favorite player. That's why Ben Simmons it, is it. Listen to me. If Ben Simmons went to the four, okay, even with, even with Joel there, if Ben Simmons went to the four and they ran the offense through him at the four and he was posting, he would average 35 and 19, okay? Like, Ben Simmons is a force on that block. Like, you guys have never, I'm trying to tell you, I've seen it. Same with Julius Randle. Julius Randle trying to be LeBron. Julius, yes, I'm calling you out. Go to the block. Stop trying to be LeBron. You're not him. You're Julius Randle. Remember, okay, I'm going to give you all another story, okay? Julius Randle in high school, all right? He was upset, okay? He was upset that he wasn't the number one player in the country. I love you, Julius. This is a true story, okay? And you know I'm not lying. Number one or something. They had, yeah, they had, okay, yeah. He was number three. It was Wiggins, Jabari, Julius. Um, and everybody, knows three in everybody's order, okay? So Julius, caught, we're talking before, this is in East High School. We're talking, and I told him, like, Julius, you want people to stop saying, to, 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 you want to be ranked number one, people stop talking shit? I'm like, go out there and dominate. I'm like, stop doing the LeBron shit. Stop that. Just go, go to the block and eat, Okay. Just dominate from the block. When I tell you he put on a show at the City of Palms, they won it that year. I think he got MVP. I think he averaged like 30 and 20. Okay? Played Jabari, all of them. Won it. Beat them all. I think he beat Shabazz's team too. I don't know. I, I'm thinking. I can't remember. I think it was. I know they won it one year, and I know we talked about it, and he got MVP, and we were talking after every game because that's when Twitter was like big for information it's like it is now, but everybody was on Twitter saying, oh, Julius Randle, and I hit him after every game. I was like, see, see, Julius, take your ass back to the block, okay, <clears throat> and dominate, okay? That's what you was doing. They had you in New Orleans. You wasn't doing all the stuff you're trying to do now. They had you more coming from the block. Short corner stuff. So, and plus, I mean, Fizz, dude, you let me down, Fizz. I had big aspirations for you. Like, I thought... You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, stand up for yourself, bro. Please. Speak up. You're not, you're not, you're not, man, you, you like the, you just, man, you're like, I'm gonna let this, I'm gonna let this ship hit the fucking iceberg and you're not even trying to write it. You're just like, man, wherever I do, bro, change your fucking lineups. Okay. All right. Like change your lineups. That's all you got to do. You got to, you, you have so many pieces to play with in place. Like you're stuck in with the same fucking lineup. Change your lineups. I don't care what these talking heads are saying. Like, you got embarrassed last night. All right? Like, you don't even have the, you don't even know the, the heartbeat of your team and you're the head coach. Like, that is what's terrible. Like, come on, dude. And time out. In the midst of all this, before I get to talking about Giannis, did we really let the motherfucking Milwaukee Bucks come out there last night with Cream City jerseys on and, and excuse me, nut-colored paws, Cream City jerseys on, and nobody said anything? Like we, that's that's what we're doing. That's that's the power of Giannis. Now, like we we can't even. Cl- Man, that's amazing. If that was LeBron or somebody, I mean, they're gonna be a huge hit in porn soon. Anyways, <clears throat> back to it. David Fizdale. Stop being scared, bro. Please stop. Just stop. You know, take your team. Change your lineups. Who cares what these agents are telling you? Like, 
stop. Because I remember I was talking to a GM. I know you guys don't believe me. I don't give a shit. I was talking to a GM, okay, one time, and they told me, they're like, no. Why would I, see, if I tell the coach who to play, okay, and it's time to fire him, he's going to be like, well, I, I did what you told me to do. So then that makes me look like, oh, man, like I was giving him instructions, but he's fired. So he's like, I just fall back and we just talk about things and I just give little suggestions here and there, but I'm not telling him anything what to do. You know, we talk about things and this is what he tells me. So because if I'm giving him, if, if I'm giving, telling him what I think you should, I was like, you got a point there, but still like Jesus Christ, if you got somebody who's on your bench who should be playing, you should be like, hey, why don't you try playing this guy? Because that's why I got him. That's why I fucking got him. I'm the GM. Why don't you try that? But, I mean, I get it. I get it. They, man, it's just, that kind of world is like, it's, it's like the mafia, man. Like, you don't want to be the one to, to you got to fall on your sword, you know. The head's rolling every year. That's one thing about professional sports. There's only a couple guys, like the Belichicks, the Popoviches, you know, the, the Spolstras. The Rick Carlisle's the guys who get like a long time at a, at a one stay, you know, like the rest is like a coaching carousel. All these coaches, they're just all recycled, you know, like Luke Walton going from the Lakers to the Kings because of nepotism, obviously. But it's like, dude, what? Come on. Just recycled coaches. There's very few of them. Tomlin. Tomlin's lucky he went to the right situation. He went to the. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they've had three, co three coaches in their history. <laughs> three. three. <laughs> That's amazing. But, um, uh, yeah, NBA season's doing great, man. I can't wait. My Lakers are on top. My Lakers are on top. The Knicks, though, man, it's just so sad. Like, if they had gotten the number one pick, and they didn't have to give the number one pick to New York to, to New Orleans because the AD the AD deal was going through. Regardless, if the NBA didn't have to give the number one pick to the Pelicans because of a David Stern promise that um, uh, then KD and Kyrie would be in New York, and they know it, they know it. That was the plan all along, dude. The Knicks get the number one pick. KD Kyrie go there. It's a wrap. It's Lakers Knicks for the next. I don't know. And the NBA makes like a bajillion dollars. And it's, you know, like what? Like the NBA, the people are mad because there's only two teams in the East that people are paying attention to. Philly and, and well, Boston too, but nobody likes Boston. Yeah, they are. Boston. Oh, man. Why, why, why do people, why does media put stuff out there? Like, like, this is what I'm saying. A lot of this stuff is agent favors, agent-driven narratives that people want. Like, so I got people on ESPN saying, hey, maybe say this because Kuzma is not fit. Kuzma didn't have a preseason, y'all. He was hurt. He didn't. He barely had training camp, okay? He didn't have a preseason or anything. He's been hurt. He comes back in, what, game three or four? Like, can he get time to gel? It's like, it's kind of hard. He's not in the kind of shape that these guys are in. He doesn't have the timing with the teammates that these guys have. It's like, it's going to take time. Understand this, people. NBA teams don't have two-and-a-half-hour grueling practices every day like college, uh, college teams do. Okay? 
They don't do that. You're not doing that to those guys. They play 82 games. Okay, some guys, okay, I'm not going to lie. Some NBA players say they should take it down. Like, hey, guys, you play less games, you get less money. What, what's going to happen then? What's, what, when they start prorating the contracts? Well, you know, 60 games is only going to get you. Like, nah, so, you know, what are y'all saying? And that, imagine this. <clears throat> imagine that the Lakers, they have a tournament with which would incentivize getting the number one pick. So imagine the Lakers winning that tournament and then not getting to the finals. So they can't tank? Like, that doesn't even matter because the worst teams still aren't going to win, even if it's single elimination. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, single elimination is going to be the same thing, and it's not the NBA championship. Like, and plus, what the incentive is the number one pick for your franchise? I might even be here next year. I don't give a fuck about them getting the number one pick next year. Shit. I'm trying to get out this motherfucker. Like, what are you talking about? Like, they, <clears throat> we need more basketball people in basketball. Please. Please stop getting these fucking nerds who don't know anything about the game or the culture in it. I'm tired of it. Please. We need more basketball people in basketball. Hashtag. Please. Like, I've, I'm not going to even go there, but, like, it, this is what we need. Like, the culture is not something, like, man, dude, it's, it's, it's nerve-wracking. It really is, man. It's nerve-wracking. It really, really is. Like, whew, man, man, oh, man. Anyways, so... That's pretty much it for today, guys. I just wanted to say I'm back, you know, like Quincy Jones, back on the block. Gave you all a nice little little snippet today. Um, I may have forgot some things, you know, but I just want to say shout-out to Carmelo. Um, I don't think that um, – <clears throat> okay. Did we talk about the draft and, and Melo? Them? I, I don't know. I may have. But – there's nobody better. The top two picks in this NBA draft for 100% are, the top two picks are, okay, James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, in whatever order, okay? It doesn't matter, okay? Now, <clears throat> Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony was taught one game. It wasn't, it wasn't the college game, okay, at all. That's not the game he's good at. Why do you guys always think that NBA players' sons, most of them, have a difficult time in college, okay, but they can play in the NBA, and they usually do better in the NBA than they did in college, okay? Like, if you guys didn't hate Austin Rivers so much, he's not a bad player in the NBA. You guys just hate him because, you know, whatever, but it's all good. So, what I'm saying is, like, <clears throat> NBA players' kids are taught one game, Jaron Jackson Jr., Al Horford, they're taught a one game. Al Horford's dad is like, I'm going to make you a defensive specialist. All right? So it's like, <clears throat> you understand what I'm saying? Like, different. So Cole Anthony, I think, is going to be really good in the, in the NBA if he gets a jump shot and learns how to read defenses. But that's fine. That's fine. Melo is, I think Melo's top, Melo's top 10. I wouldn't be mad. I don't want Melo going number one <clears throat> because I don't want that pressure on him. Okay. And if he goes number one to New York, 
they'll boo him if he makes any kind of mistake. And then I, I don't want to send anybody to go play with R.J. Barrett. Sorry. Sorry, I just don't. Oh, my God. Imagine if the Knicks had gotten Kevin Porter Jr. If the Knicks had gotten Kevin Porter Jr. at number three instead of R.J. Barrett, they would not be 4-17. and 17. Okay? Because you'd have a... You could, culture. First of all, let me ask you guys this. Okay? Let me ask you guys. There's no knock on R.J. Barrett. Yes, he's a good NBA player. He's going to be very good for the NBA for a long time. He may even make an all-star team or two. Okay? Like, not hating on R.J. Barrett. He just doesn't fit the Knicks, what they're trying to do. You bring in a guy like Kevin Porter Jr., right? <clears throat> culture fits right in, okay? Fits right in to the culture. Because you got Dennis Smith Jr. there. You got Bobby Portis there. Them two niggas is dogs, okay? From the slums, all right? They from nothing. You bring a guy in there the same way, meshes well. Alonzo Trier's there. He's from Seattle. He meshes well with all of them. You know, it's like Marcus, Marcus Mook, like he's from the slums too. Like they all mesh. It's a culture fit. You know, R.J. Barrett, it's just not a good fit for the Knicks. I'm sorry. And it's not his fault that they're losing. But I'm just saying, you replace Kevin Porter Jr. with them. They're not 4-17. and 17, And you guys can say, you're, you're sheep. Shut up. I don't even, I don't even listen, respond to you guys on Twitter. Sorry. Shut up. Anyways, so what I'm saying is... Um, This draft, it's just, you, these mock drafts, man, you guys can't fall in love with these. These are put together by people who have agendas and all kinds of shit. Like, it's, it's, it's sad. It's, it's really sad that guys can get on ESPN and say that, Art, that, that, that RJ Hampton <laughs> is a top five draft pick in this NBA draft coming up. In, in this NBA draft coming up. Like, are you serious? Like, do you see the guys, what they're doing in college? Like, what? There's going to be some overseas guys coming, too. Like, are you, like no. Like, come on. Like, come on. I'm not hating on RJ. You guys got to stop. Listen, you have to stop taking a person's opinion. Okay? But if you polled 100 people who really know basketball and asked them if RJ Hampton is a top five pick, I would say 99 out of 100 would tell you that he's not. And it's not hating by saying that. I don't think Melo's the number one pick worthy. I don't think Melo's top three pick worthy. One, because I don't want that pressure on him. Two, because I just don't, I mean, if he's going to be special, show me special at four or five. Okay, Dwayne Wade was the fifth pick. Chris Bosh was number four. Okay, there's, there's been special picks at those numbers. Okay, usually it's top three, but I'm just saying, like, you had Melo and Dwayne Wade. No, Melo was three. You know, Trey Young, fifth pick. You know, it's like you've had special fifth picks. Okay, Jason Richardson was the fifth pick. Close was the fifth pick. Um, was he fifth? Yeah, he was fifth. Jason Richardson was something special at Michigan State, boy. Whoo, whoo. Man. Man, oh, man. Anyway, see, now, now I'm just getting to see. Now I'm just getting to talking to Randall. We're just talking about basketball like I'm talking to y'all, like I'm grandpa up here just telling y'all stories. I got my cigar and everything. It's funny. Um, <laughs> but no, um. Yeah. Go Lakers. Shout out my elite brothers. And I'll be doing a podcast probably next week also. Me and Cuss going to hop on one for y'all soon. That's that's just, we're just working out logistics. You know what I'm saying? You know, going to film it at the gym that LeBron built. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my nigga Cuss for getting that gym. Real. 
tell LeBron, I said, thank you. No, it's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, all right. Y'all have a great day. Hope y'all enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Um, see y'all soon. Talk to y'all later. Shout out Elite. RIP Nipsey Hustle.